Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. This is The Ramsey Show. It's where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life, your money, your relationships, your work, your dreams. I'm Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, and joined by fellow Ramsey personality, George Camel. Coleman and Camel with you. Never this thought about hour. it like that. Yeah, I like the alliteration. It sounds good, feels good. George is here to answer all your money questions, and uh, I'll dive in uh, on, on that and uh, work questions. We, we've said for decades that your income is your greatest wealth building tool, and I specialize as a Ramsey personality in helping you make more money and experience more meaning. So, income and impact so we team up together we always have fun together we've been known as the most fun you can have on radio is that right and i do know that we got a review james shared with us last time that a, one listener com- compared us to a root beer float that's right uh that the ice cream is good on its own the root beer good on its own when you put them together it's even better and so we've argued behind the scenes as to which one of us is the root beer and which one of us in my heart ice cream. i want to be the root beer i want to well, be a little spicy george we don't get to decide only the listener and the viewer decides that but let's get to they it Shall we? Are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, Jonathan is up first in Salt Lake City, Utah. Jonathan, how can we help today? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. You bet. What's up? So, a little background. Um, I'm a uh, medical provider. I work in urgent care. Um, so, obviously, I went and did the college thing. And during that process, accumulated uh, a lot of student debt. Uh, the total damage was $320,000. Whoa. Um yeah. Was and this like so MD? The, what was this? What'd you um, end up with? Actually, actually a PA. Um, wow. So did you, yeah, uh, do, you, do you still have the debt? So over the past year, I've knocked down, knocked it down to $92,000. Nice work. Whoa. Nice Way to go. work. And yeah. That's a part of that is uh, kind of the question. I've had this side gig, this side business for years and years. I actually went through college teaching anatomy on the side. And so we had this little side anatomy lab that I was working at while in school and it kind of just putted along and kind of did its thing for a while. I mean, it was somewhat profitable, but we decided to go on to social media. I think at the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, created a YouTube channel and it just went nuts after that. And so what's happened is, is I, you know, technically I'm on baby step two still here, but this is taking more and more and more of my time to the point where I've gone down to about 20 hours a week um, as in my medical provider job in the urgent care. And there's this constant pull <laughs> to just say, you know what, I need to go off of the, uh, and go full bore into this, uh, side gig. I, th- I think there's just a lot of fear on my end sure. as far as how much, let's being a little- all right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. George and I are going to walk you through some facts instead of focusing on your fear. All right. So how much okay. money are you making, uh, off the YouTube channel? Oh geez, that's so. That one's a little challenging. I think because uh, that's part of the fear. Because you why? Can fluctuate a little why bit. Why is but. it challenging? I mean, you can look and see what you're. What's making. your worst month? What's your best month? And what's the average? Um, I think the average because I have a business partner, and obviously we have employees and things like that. But I, my taxes for last year, were, I think about close to three hundred thousand. Uh, wow, that's what um, you made. Is that, is that what yeah, you personally made? Yeah. Off of this YouTube business. Well, that was with the, a, let's see, with my provider, med- medical provider but I, job. I, I know, yeah, I know but I didn't ask you that. I want to know how yeah. much you are making. What are you paying yourself off of this YouTube channel? Um. Well, probably around that, two to three hundred a year. 
um, based on uh, a little bit comes out and just mostly draws. I don't take much of a salary every month. It We kind of decide, me and my business partner, at the end of like each quarter or the end of each year um, okay. where so that's going. I'm, I'm we've still made more confu- this year than we Okay, I'm still confused. So let's, 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 what are you making as a PA right now? What are you making? So as a PA, I make about 80000 just because okay. I'm doing the 20 hours a week. Okay, and so and so now you're on track to make two or three hundred thousand, give or take, a hundred thousand on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're clearly making more on YouTube. You are paying yourself more from your YouTube channel, a, a good bit more than you are as a PA. True. True. Well, so how much money have you? So so I, you can make the move now. You know, or you can say I'm going to stay in the PA job. I'm going to continue to build the YouTube channel and grow it. Clearly, the thing has taken off, I and mean, that's a serious amount of cash, man. Um, and kudos to you. Uh, yeah, so it's really your call here. We want you to pay off the debt. So maybe you stay in the PA position and uh, keep double earning there until you knock out the debt and get through baby step three and get the emergency fund in full. Uh, you know, three or six months, and then make the move. Uh, but you can make a case, George, that he could do it now, you know, because you can always go back to being a PA. If for some reason you start sucking uh, with all the YouTube videos. Uh, <laughs> YouTube you, changes its algorithm, and yeah, all of a sudden you're I making mean, half of that. But even then, you're still making 150 grand a year from YouTube alone. And so once this debt yeah. is knocked out, your expenses are way down. You've been living on less than you make, clearly to get this debt knocked out. Yeah. So I like the plan because you said the fear is coming into play of sticking with the PA job at 20 hours a week, knocking out the debt, getting a fully funded emergency yeah, fund of six safe. months. And then you it's not a leap. You're just taking a soft little step off the dock there onto the boat. Yeah. Okay. How's that feel? Um, It feels pretty good. I mean, uh, I think my biggest issue was, is like, I think I'm like, there's growth that can happen in the YouTube channel because we're going into other obviously social media platforms and things like that. And so there's this, the battle is always just, should I, I can do this faster if I have 20 more hours that I can just dump into, you know, the, the job, but it's, it's an irrational fear. I understand that. It's like people in my life have said, you know, you can always go back to being a PA. That's (laughs) what I just said. I literally just said that. So I don't think this is risky either way. Um, Okay. We told you the safe plan. George and I agree on the safer play. Um, yeah. Can I ask, and I, and I don't want this to be a big endorsement, so if you turn it into one, I'll cut you off, but I'm just curious. Are, <laughs> what, are you teaching about anatomy on YouTube? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, you know, it's so I, we started our own private cadaver lab because, you know, that's a, that's a normal thing to do. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. So you are working it. on cadavers on YouTube and teaching anatomy, so, like, people are watching you guys do this? That's what the deal is? Yeah, so like we'll do a video on like the heart and how the heart works, and we'll show an actual heart, and obviously wow. we use graphics and pictures and stuff like that. It's kind of like the channel to help anybody learn more about their body. Wow, that is fantastic! Very stuff. cool. Uh, definitely not want to have a snack while you're watching that. No, I was just gonna say I, I wouldn't. Well, there there's riches in the niches, Ken, and so if you ever think, you know, <laughs> what is there? Yeah, you never heard that before. Say that again. There's please. riches in the niches. This guy riches decided in the niches. I'm going to zoom into okay. this weird little slice of the internet, making a YouTube channel about anatomy, and, and he's making goes, way more, yeah, than he does in his full time job. Wow, pretty cool. Well, I tell you, George, this is more evidence that higher education and education as we know it is in big trouble. People are going to YouTube to learn this stuff. I mean, 
mean, it's and it's more interesting. It is more. Interesting. Jonathan's teaching it instead of your professor. Oh, by the way, it's free. There's an interesting concept. Wow! All right, George cool. Campbell, Ken Coleman, together. This is the Ramsey Show. Don't move. We'll be right back. With more frequency than you know, I get calls and emails from people dealing with the recent loss of a spouse or a parent. You can hear the struggle and the heartache they've been experiencing. And at a time they should be grieving, what breaks my heart the most is the strain and tension they're going through because of money, especially when it's a situation that could have been avoided. If you have a family, it is your responsibility to have term life insurance. It is one of the things you do to show you care. And yes, this is an ad for Xander Insurance. But since this is one of the most effective ways I have to get my point across, so be it. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Listen, you need to check out Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. I can't say it enough. Protect your family. It's what you're supposed to do. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by my colleague George Camel. We're here for you this hour. It's a free phone call if you want to jump in. 888 George, I know you know this, but it's still pretty impressive. The Ramsey Show has been around for 30 years. We just recently celebrated our 30th anniversary, and we recorded a video panel with all of us uh, knuckleheads, the uh, co-hosts that hang out with Dave. It's like it's like Dave and the Ramseys, is yeah. what, if we were a group. Right? Family band. All of us, you know, we take it on the road. And uh, so all of us, George, myself, John Deloney, uh, Christina, and uh, Rachel, uh, we all got together with Dave and had a fun little uh, sit-down conversation. They caught it with 75 cameras. It was that it many. Felt it felt like was, a press conference. Man, it was hot in, underneath all those lights. An aggressive you know? amount of cameras. Aggressive but it turned out beautifully. Turned Producer out James produced yeah. it james childs our our our, uh, our loving producer he's such a great guy he produced it did a lot of work uh and there are four special episodes on youtube filled with stories from three decades and uh, you can check it out now on our ramsey show youtube page so watch the 30th anniversary panel it uh, hit last week and go check it out if you don't like it your money back guaranteed yeah and um, it's free. If you say something negative in the comments, uh, rest assured of two things. I will read it. George will read it, and I won't. Uh, That's fine. George has deep neurosis. I love it. And, it uh, fuels me, Ken. You, he loves to read negative things about himself. And, no, that's uh, I don't not know it. why that is. That's not it at all. I think you're great, George. I enjoy, it's like an exercise in wit to respond with something cheeky. That's what the internet was made well, for. This is what the this is what you're telling people now. This is why you go you're into right. the just, drudgery and the the dregs of society, other known otherwise known as the comment section. The only people hanging out in the comment section are people that uh, are gassy and unhappy. Gassy. Yeah, it's got to be gas. It has to be. Andrew's uh, up next in Syracuse. Save us, Andrew. Yes, Andrew is there in Syracuse, New York. Andrew, how can we help? 
Oh, hi, Ken. Hi, George. Uh, I was just in the studio yesterday, and I appreciate you taking my phone call. Fantastic. How can we help? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm 25 years old. I'm currently on baby step number three, and um, I'm looking for a career change. I'm burnt out of my job. I've been applying for jobs and interviewing and also considering a relocation. Um, I currently rent right now. I live alone. And I paid month to month. And I was thinking about moving back home with my parents um, just to save some money, maybe um, to, to save up my emergency fund and hopefully save enough money to make a down payment on a mortgage. So uh, what would this time period the, be? How long would that be to, to accomplish what you just laid out? So I could theoretically move in with my parents. I could probably pay for next month's rent and then move out in November. And then hopefully I would find a new job within six months to a year. Are you going to keep your current job? Um, yeah, for the time being, I will. Yeah. Why wait a year to find a new job? Well, I, I'm currently looking for a job right now. Hopefully it wouldn't be a year. Okay. You, I think you're answering my question on how long you would live with mom and dad. Somewhere between six months to a year. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with it if it helps you save money um, and it's for a short season. I, I'm not a fan of you moving back in long term, obviously, and I don't think that's what you're saying. But I've got no problem with that. What's your rent today? My rent is about $1,200. And what's your take-home pay? Um, I make forty-four grand. Okay. And so we, we, would, would you be paying something to mom and dad? What's that going to look like? Um, well, I'm an only child. I mean, they wouldn't ask for any money. Um, <laughs> that but, was uh, the answer. I think that's right. I'm the only yeah. child. Like, they're going to be so, thrilled to have you back. Yeah. Well, have you talked to them about this, or is this is this going to be a surprise to them? Um, it might be a little bit of a surprise, but um, I'm sure they wouldn't mind me moving back in with them for a, okay. for a short period of time. Yeah, I think as long as it's a short period of time. You're, you are paying a lot of rent right now comparatively yeah. to your take-home pay. So That's correct. if you are going to stay where you're at, you need to get a roommate in order to speed up your financial goals. Yes. Yeah. That's right. All right. So is that the big question there? Do we have a, or was there another one about the work? It sounds like you don't um, really know what you want to do. Well, I, I do and I don't. You know, I work um, in healthcare. I'm a recreation therapist. I currently work in a memory care facility and um, I kind of know it's not for me, but I, I would like to stay in my field. I'm also a writer. I wrote a book, okay. and I so feel what, like it's a very important book. So what's the ladder look like for staying in therapy? Um, well, currently I'm applying for government jobs and hopefully getting to a VA. Okay. And um, I would make a little bit more money, but not a whole lot more money. So um, why, why government like and why VA? Um, just because it's uh, a better job than, than where I'm at right now. Yeah, but I would think that the that you could do much better in therapy. Uh, if I'm understanding the type of therapy that you're doing, it would seem that there's a much better opportunity uh, in the private sector. Am I right? Um, there could be. It's different things. It's My job is recreation therapy, so I do sort of leisure-based therapies for people with disabilities to help. Right. The quality of their lives. Well, here's what I'm going to challenge you to do. I'm going to challenge you because you said I want to stay in my field, and I would say, yes, that's a good idea to look at therapy in general, but I would go, okay, you got recreational therapy, and what are the limits there? What, In other words, 
what are the lids in that occupation? And then let's look at other types of things where there might be some additional qualification that you need to get, but would allow you to climb higher and make more money. I really want to challenge you and push you on this, um, not just assume, well, I'm going to go work for the government, you know, and again, I'm, I'm, uh, it's very hard, George, to advance in government work. It just is. I mean, in the with the private sector, there's much greater opportunity. The ceiling is a lot higher over there. And making 44 in healthcare in New York, I think you can do a lot better. A lot better. So we're pushing you a little bit, uh, Andrew. Because I, I want, want to get you, to you be... in that house. And it's going to take a lot longer making 44 than yes. 84. I want the bigger shovel is how we use that term. It, that means more income, and it's fast-forwarding everything. So there you go. Well, George... Um, I don't know if you know, we've got a major hurricane. Yes, I mean, it's, it's the all only over the news. Thing on the news. Uh, hurricane Ian is, uh, uh, I don't know if it's made landfall. I've been doing a show. It looks um, like it's been picking up steam, which is not time. good yeah. as it's making landfall. Yeah, so, so prayers cate- and thoughts for everyone Category out there. 4, Category 5, coming back and forth. I don't have the latest as we sit here today, right this moment, but it's making landfall. And, uh, you know, a lot of... Uh, a lot of bad reports saying this could happen, this could happen, and I think it's going to go south of Clearwater, Tampa. But I want to bring up a leadership issue. This is a very interesting story. The CEO of a Florida-based company um, by the name of, boy, I had that, Postcard Mania. Okay, Her name is Joy Gendusa, if I'm hooked on phonics. And uh, she's get, getting a lot of uh, negative media because she told her uh, team uh, just days ago uh, on Monday prior to the hurricane coming in, she said, if you want to leave your home and you're being told to leave your home and you feel like you should and you have no place to go, Postcard Mania is probably the safest place to be in Florida. Wow. It's a bold claim. <laughs> Given that Florida is a big state. Uh, she said, anyway, bring your pets, bring your kids, bring everybody. Obviously, you feeling safe and comfortable is of the utmost importance, but I honestly want to continue to deliver, and I want to have a good end of the quarter, she goes on to say. Oh, boy. There's that. We got that P&L uh, situation. She said, um, uh, this thing is overhyped, and uh, if it doesn't turn out, uh, we'd like you to continue. We'd like to continue our service to the national clients. Bring your kids to work on Tuesday and Wednesday this week. There's always more hype in the media than any storm has ever hit here. Bring your pets if you feel the need. I doubt that you will need them. Nothing they screams productivity like Asher, Aston, and Fido all hanging out at the office with you. <laughs> That's not going to create any level of chaos. This is the last line from a Zoom. She says, "We're not closing. We are working." She goes, "We'll make it super fun." For the kids. This is a nightmare waiting to happen. Oh, this is horrible. I hope they live stream it for all of our viewing pleasure. This is bad bossery. you got to care for people. Uh, oh, boy. Just not what good a time leadership to be alive. at all. Well, there you go. Stay safe out there, folks. Yeah. I didn't know postcards were that big of a deal. I know. This is The Ramsey Show.
Outback America. You have joined the conversation here on The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by George Campbell. We're Ramsey Personalities and your host this hour. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. It's toll-free, 888-825-5225. Let's go to Memphis, Tennessee, and Braden is there. Braden, how can we help? Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, just got a quick question for you. So me and my wife, um, we're 22 years old. We're in baby step seven. Um, wow. We don't have any debt. Um, so we've been given a piece of land um, from my grandfather who left it for us. It's 100 acres, and we're wanting to build on it. Um, so I've got 20000 in my emergency fund, but then I've got about 50000 set aside for um, – the build that we're wanting to do. So I talked to the real estate agent and he said, um, we would look at getting between 250 to 275,000 for the house. So my question for you is, do I take out a construction loan to build this house for 315, 325,000 and then pay it off and try and sell my house, um, when it's complete. And that way we have no hassle of trying to find somewhere to move and live. Or do we go on and sell my house now, find somewhere to rent for a year while we build? Mm. What's your income? About one fifteen, one twenty. Okay, that three twenty five loan sounds like a lot of loan for your take home pay. Have you crunched the numbers on that? Well, the reason that I would do that is because I would sell my house that I own now and put put all of that money towards it. Oh, that's if you sold it, you would still have to take out a three twenty five loan. Exactly. Yeah, and put down fifty. Oh, that that. yeah. That's so. You're talking about you're gonna have to put five hundred grand into this to build this house. No, 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 no. Um, I'm trying would, to track the numbers a, here. No, no. So I would get a construction loan for three twenty five. Yep. Put fifty down cash that I have now, and which would leave me with two seventy five, roughly um, two fifty. And then I would, when the house was complete and it was transferred over into a mortgage. I would sell my house that I own now and take that 250000 and pay my house off. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Well, when you listen, George, it does. I mean, there was a lot of numbers being thrown around. I didn't yeah. know how much the house was worth when yeah. he said two fifty two. I got your back over here, Braden. Ken's tracking with now you Now we've got him caught up. Yeah. There you go. All right. I mean, that plan sounds good on paper if everything goes to plan. I personally yeah. would do that. I think, George, and I want to know if you poke holes in that. I like the plan because the hassle of – living and paying rent for a year instead of just staying in their house, they're going to sell it. So you're it. saying a year from now you'd have a paid-for yes. property? No, it's already paid for. Uh, no, yeah, the property itself. The it would, it, yeah, if I built the house, it would be paid for when I sold my house. That's what I'm saying. He's going to have a paid-for house in a year and 100 acres. That's yes, a good deal. Yeah, That's a lot to manage. What else is going to go on, on this um, acreage here? Um, just well, we have a lot of equipment that we inherited as well. Um, so we just like to farm and raise family animals. farm. I love it. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah, that's. A, I don't. I think you're walking into this with a lot of wisdom. Um, I don't think it's wrong to go. You know, you're in baby step seven. Did you guys get there on your own? I'm just impressed at 22. You have a paid for house. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I was homeschooled my whole life. So I started working when I was nine. So wow. my parents made me start a house fund. Um, oh my then, goodness. So we were able to put down a good down payment, and then we had eighty thousand um, left, and we paid that off in seven months. Oh yeah, that's even more. Evidence. You are not scared of work. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, disciplined, and very disciplined. I, I think this is a great move. I think this comes down, George. If it makes sense financially, which I think it does, 
Uh, this is also a, a much more comfortable process to stay in their current home while they're building and not have to make all that. It's a double move. If you're moving well, to a rental. Worries me. What's that? The only thing that worries me is is taking out this construction loan and then like, which I, I know that it probably wouldn't happen. It's just the thought of the housing market going down or something like that. And then I'm stuck with the house and a 300,000 or, you know, 275,000 construction loan. Um, you know, it's just kind of, I know it's probably not going to happen, but it's just kind of scary to think about. Well, I don't understand I why you feel you'd be stuck with it. Cause it sounds like to me, this is the end. This is where you guys want to end up and be, right? Are you saying stuck with your current house? No, I just mean back in debt. Like, I just don't want to go back in debt. Yeah, but you're going to sell your house. Yes, I will. But I'm just saying, like, you know, it's a scary thing to to do. And, like, what if I get stuck with my house for, like, six months because it hasn't sold, which uh-huh. I don't think will happen. Yeah, I get that. the market is extremely hot where we're at. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Blue Oval, but um, it's a massive Ford factory coming in about 20 minutes from my house. And so we've actually already had a $275,000 cash offer but we're just not ready to move. So I don't think that would happen yeah, at all. I'm not as concerned of, about that. We know I, the housing market yeah. over time, it's not going to shoot down where that current home goes from 275 to 200 Yeah, exactly. But here's the deal, my man. Okay? I mean, the answer to that fear is to go ahead and take on the inconvenience and go ahead and sell it now. Take that 275 cash offer and then go move somewhere. I mean, you've got options here. So if, that, if that's a yeah. fear, then you have a very viable option and now you're sitting on a pile of cash and you're adding to it while you're building so yeah neither one of these moves is a bad move what's your wife want to do she wants to stay in the house until we build which is what i was leaning towards i just wanted to make sure that was wasn't unwise now i think what feels unwise is because you guys are going into debt after being completely debt free but this is a temporary stopgap, and soon when you get into this new house, it's going to be paid for as soon as you sell oh. it. So it's happy, a good plan. Happy wife, happy life. That's Ken's mantra. Mm, not it's worked mine. Out. It's just good wisdom. All right, Amelia's up next in Buffalo, New York. Amelia, how can we help? Hi, can you guys hear me okay? Loud and clear. Thank you so much for taking my call. You bet. What's up? So I recently refinanced my student loans with Splash, and I have 50000 in debt and 20000 saved. And I don't want to be Dan's, or Dave Ramsey-ish, but I have a lot of work and life situations going on that I just want to talk through um, before I put all that savings on my debt. Okay, go for it. How can we help? What's, so, what's, what do we consider? Yeah, so I um, currently work in cybersecurity. I'm fresh out of school and that my annual income is 85000 I recently find, found out, however, that this job that I got 10 months ago, the company has filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And so I have been applying online to other jobs, and I actually do have a standing offer that I'm supposed to actually go over with the HR manager today, but I just don't know with that variable, and I don't want to move companies so quick if I should hold on to the savings and wait till I'm in a new job or just go ahead and, you know, move that savings and, and actually pay off the debt. What other expenses do you have coming up other than this, this kind of job scare that's happening? Yeah. So on top of that, um, my fiance and I have, um, been filing for his visa. He actually is from South Africa and we're waiting for him to get here and arrive. So we have, 
a wedding coming up to plan for. And then on top of that, I don't have any other debt. Like my car is a theater car I've had throughout college. And I think it's going to die in like six to 12 months. So with all those changes, I'm like, would it be better to take the cash and just park it in like a high yield savings account and not, you know, keep paying the loan off with cash flow, cash flowing it, but don't, you know, use all of that savings. Yeah, I think it's wise to stock up some cash right now because you have a lot of change coming up. The job is number one, yeah. the wedding's number two, the car's number three. And so I think these dollars have a priority right now, and that's to get you through this storm. And once that's over, okay. I just don't want you getting comfortable. And so don't go buy a $30,000 car. We're going to buy a reasonable used car right. to get us through. We're going to do a reasonable wedding and see if family can help pay for that so it's not all on you. We're going to make sure we right. have our stable income. And then once that's all settled, we throw it at the debt and get really gazelle intense. Yeah. That you, feel good, Ken? It feels right. Great advice. Amelia, you got this. You got a great head on your shoulders. You're thinking through this the right way. Congratulations. Take that new job. Get out of that I'm jumping off fire. the Titanic while it's sinking. That's right. Let's get off of that boat. And uh, you've got this. Thank you so much for the call. All right, folks. we got to take a quick break, but the great news is we'll be right back. Don't move. back to the Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by my colleague, George Camel. We are here for you this hour, America. We're taking your questions on money. Uh, and how about your work as well? Uh, in a toxic environment, I uh, feel like you're being overlooked, rejected. You want to move up, make more money, side hustle income. George and I are here to help on that. George, by the way, George is uh, obviously our resident money uh, expert uh, on the show today, but he's also very entrepreneurial. I, am, I don't think I people love know you. Yeah, you're you are very entrepreneurial. Great idea. So we'll Thank team you. up today uh, on any kind of work questions and money questions as I've well. I've done them all, Ken. I did Uber. I did Lyft. I've built yeah. websites. Yeah, you name it. Flip yeah. stuff online. It's great. Which do you like the most of all your side hustles? Uber and Lyft were not my favorite. I didn't think so. You yeah. like flipping stuff. That's fun to me. If give you me an example of what you would flip, you go to Goodwill uh-huh. and you look at things on the shelves and you go that electronic let me see what that's sold for on ebay and you go i could buy it for two bucks it's selling on ebay for 25 bucks Boom. so even after fees and shipping you're still gonna make 20 bucks you go all right it's a good deal i like that so it's all about margin yeah that's you need a you need a uh, a, a thrift channel on there's YouTube. enough guys on the internet who, oh they're you know, doing living that? in the mom's basement doing that yeah, yeah. see see i don't know we're these busy things. over here we're i guys. don't know these things i don't spend a lot of time on the tube you know? Well, I when you call don't. it the tube, it definitely tells me you don't watch YouTube. <laughs> no one calls it that. I do, and I also call TikTok the talk. Oh, it's gosh. a thing. You would crush it in a nursing home, kid. I, I do it to irritate my teenagers. And it works. 100%. I love it. So there you go. All right, let's get to the phones. Cheetah joins us in Orlando, Florida. Cheetah, how can we help? 
Hey, um, so I'm just basically wondering because I was in baby step two, so I don't know if I'm in baby step one again because, you know, everything with the hurricane, I had to um, spend some of the money because I don't get paid until Friday. So I'm wondering, does that put me back in baby step one? Okay, well, walk she, us she through what you're talking down. about. You're, you're going as fast as the cheetah right now. So walk <laughs> well, us through what's happening. Be quick, so I try to be quick. <laughs> oh, okay. So you have you spent money because of the hurricane? Yeah, because I didn't I didn't get paid yet. So, you know, I was working on paying off my credit card, so I paid off three three out of my eight credit cards. But then I didn't have money because of, you know, paying off my credit cards. And so I had to dip into my emergency funds to buy like water, extra dog food. Okay, you have um, some supplies. Yeah. Okay. So how much money do you have in the bank? Five hundred. Okay, so we're going to pause. An emergency fund. Let's pause baby step two. You're currently temporarily back in baby step one for probably a few days until you get paid, until we restock this thing to 1000 Then we're back at it, crushing the debt. Okay, cool. So, it, yeah, I don't want you to have any fear here. Are you going to be safe from the storm? Have you been tracking it? Uh, yeah, I've been tracking it. It's Florida. Okay. So I would. how quickly can you get another 500 bucks? tomorrow there it is great and you've already bought the extra dog food so if you don't need it yeah. make sure you change that budget too okay so not only mm -hmm. you are you uh replenishing your emergency fund you've got that extra stuff that you may not need that's true good point mm -hmm. and it's all you're going to use this all regardless is there anything that you would return if let's say the storm passes i didn't end up needing this thing just like these little things of propane that were only like 10 bucks okay just wanted to see if there was any room for you to go, you know what, I could get another 200 back returning these right. items no, I didn't yeah. use. I made sure just to buy exactly what I would need if I, uh, to only buy what I would use. Good. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, we would call that a literal storm mode, which in this case is a storm, right. where you'd pause the baby steps, let's yeah. save up some cash to get yeah. through this, and then we're back at it. Yeah. So you're doing the right thing. Yeah, good stuff. Thank you for the call, Cheetah. All right, next is Daniel in Phoenix. Daniel, how can we help? Hi there. Thanks for taking the call. You bet. Um, I had a question about credit cards. Uh, so, first of all, um, my wife and I got on the baby steps, kind of dragged our feet, did it our own way, but when we got on the baby steps, we paid off the debt pretty quick, so we're pretty much debt-free. Um, we rent, but, like I said, debt-free. The one question I would have about credit card usage, though, is for my employer... Um, I routinely need to make purchases, uh, and then I turn in the expense report and get it reimbursed. Um, so I'm the agriculture director at a small private school. Uh, a lot of the stuff's just, you know, odds and ends, plumbing parts. I could do that with my debit card, but occasionally I do need to do some larger purchases, and we just don't have enough really saved up to, to do that right now. So what would be your thoughts on the credit card usage of that kind of situation? I would have what, the school. Maybe another plan of attack. I, I would have poor the planning school. on their part. Yeah, they, they need to pick that stuff up. And if they want to do it by credit, they need to give you a credit card of theirs. It's You don't need to be carrying a personal credit card for this. It's not your responsibility. And it's a temptation to have use you, it. Have you talked to them about the situation? Um, only briefly. I, You know, some of the administrators and people do have credit cards that the limit's fairly low because they're usually just doing things like, um, you know, buying lunch for the students on, on outings and things. Is this um, a specific store that you're buying from? Uh, I mean, I got in with the Home Depot Rewards Program just 
Yeah, what they can do is set up a go. corporate account with Home Depot, and that bills directly to the school. Mm. Now, I, the other thing is, you know, I'm, I'm buying like greenhouses and things of that nature. Um, you know, it's like a five, six thousand dollar yeah, purchase. This is a legitimate. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Invoice us. Doesn't, but, doesn't uh, matter. You keep coming up with reasons why you need this credit card, and I'm okay. telling you, yeah. it's the school. If they're reimbursing you, then this is this is silly for you to have to carry this personally. Have you thought about the okay. risk? Yeah, that's one of the reasons that, I, that like, I've been thinking about. What happens about if you it? buy a $5,000 greenhouse and God forbid something awful happen and the you know some you know something crazy happens and then you're stuck. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what we do here at Ramsey is if you are in that kind of senior leadership, you would be issued a company debit card that you would use for those purchases. It wouldn't be expected for Ken to take that out of his checking account and then get hopefully get reimbursed later. That's just bad business. So I'd have okay. a conversation with them and say, listen, I'm not comfortable with this. I don't have the money to make these big purchases, yeah. and I don't want to go into debt for this. So we have to figure out another solution. And either they make a corporate account that bills straight to them, they issue you a debit card, or they give you the petty cash to go purchase it in cash. So there's options. Okay. Got so I'll it? Just probably sit down with my business manager and talk about those options then. Yes. And and again, you lead with the fact that you don't feel comfortable assuming personal risk. That's your language. But can I be honest with you, Daniel? I don't think that you yeah. are leaning towards doing this. I think this makes mental sense to you, but you're like, okay. Okay. Can you be honest with us? Are you benefiting from the rewards if you buy this $5,000 greenhouse? I do. Yes, that's true. But that's, um, I realize how minimal that is. <laughs> so At 1% cash back. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I hope you take the advice. I'm not convinced you will, but <laughs> I'm it's, not either. it's the right thing to do for your financial no, future. No, it, it totally makes sense. I kind of hadn't thought of it completely in the, the wording that you guys were using so I, I appreciate that yeah i mean honestly I, we're we're not trying to be you know use scare tactics but this really is risky george yeah i don't like that i mean these are big purchases oh my word and, and to your point you know if he's having to get you know agricultural things there's local supply companies that would set up you know some type of purchase situation with the with the school the school has a bank account i know they are a business it's a private school. i don't like it i think it's laziness on the part of the school yeah they're like oh okay, go do it we'll just figure it out we'll figure it out send us the receipts yeah yeah i don't like that at all yeah, yeah you can and here's the deal talk about the temptation factor right because of the points and all of the other things so you're sitting at your house one night and uh, here comes the commercial, and whoever the latest celebrity is, what's in your wallet? Jennifer yeah. Garner. Is that who it is? Yeah, Capital One. She's yeah. always there, there's talking some, that. There's always something there where they're telling you to get your miles, double this, reward this, reward that. and uh, The temptation is, well, I can put it on my card. I'll get a free vacation at the end of the year. Right. And so, I'm going, hey, they're asking me to buy all these supplies. I'll keep doing it. No. And, and if you're a business uh, owner, please don't do that to your team. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. puts them at risk. And I don't want to work for someone like that, truthfully. Yeah. yeah I agree. So. All right, good stuff there. All right, good hour, George. Fun times. Uh, time flies when you're. We should having do it fun. again sometime. Should we? There's probably another one coming. up. I think there might be another hour coming up. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, hey, thanks to the team behind the glass who uh, helps us uh, stay on the air. Appreciate you fellows and you, America. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Ramsey Show.
Hey folks, Ken Coleman here. Did you know The Ramsey Show is one of the most popular podcasts in the world? Get your daily dose of advice on life and money. Check out all of our shows from The Ramsey Network wherever you listen to podcasts.